0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I'm excited today to be joined by an expert in business systemization. Uh, He is the founder of ProSolom, which was an Inc. 5000 honoree in 2022, and really helps agencies and other businesses as well document and scale their processes and really figure out how to outsource and scale their time. So I'm joined today by Dean Soto. Dean, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. And so you you have an interesting backstory where, you know, you were, of course, were running a business, that business was struggling due to a lack of this function. And then it was in, I think, discovering the power of, you know, really leaning into documentation and process that you found success in that business and then eventually decided to start offering that service to other agencies. Tell us a little bit about how you found yourself to, you know, founding ProCellum and doing this for other people.
1: Yeah, it was kind of crazy actually. Uh I was I was running an Amazon dropshipping business and at the time I was doing probably about $250,000 a year in profit. Uh or sorry, in not in profit in revenue. So that always sounds nice when it's six fig- six figure Amazon business, right? Uh really you're only keeping like 10% of that. So it's not not that great. <laughs> um so, but so I needed to, I, I, I was getting to the point where I was not making enough money to even pay my mortgage. And I would hire people. I, don't, I had been outsourcing for a long time uh, prior to that, but I, I just found myself hiring and hiring and hiring people. And they would come on, they'd stay for like three months, and then they would leave. They come on, stay for three months, they'd leave, they, they get overwhelmed uh, by. Uh, I literally had created a course on how to drop ship on Amazon. Gave it to them thinking that it was going to work, but it was all video. And so they'd look at it, they'd have to go through hours of video to even learn what to do. And uh, it didn't work. And so um, a friend of mine, Danny, uh, he gave me this book called Work the System by Sam Carpenter. And I thought it was, I was like, dude, I don't need another book. This is, you know, I, I read it. And I uh, had this aha moment where he's just talking about you need to make everything step by step by step. By step. Long story short, I created my first process. It took <laughs> it took like two full days <laughs> to do, and I'm like, this sucks. I hate this. But I gave it a try. Um, hired someone, and they were able to do one of the hardest parts of my business. And from there was. Uh, I was like, this is amazing, so I kept on writing, 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 uh, and even though it took so long to do, which I there's so many easier ways to do it now, uh, it turned my $250,000 a year business into about $3 million a year. Um, which is not bad for for an Amazon business, and I did nothing in the business. Eventually, I did nothing at, uh, at all. My whole entire team did it, and I just got to see kind of the money coming in, which was uh, which was great.
0: Nice. And so, when did you decide that you wanted to start doing this for other people?
1: Yeah. Uh, so it was totally by accident. I was I was sitting. I needed to do something with my money because I was going to get eaten up with taxes. And so I, I, w- I went to one of uh, my friend's financial service kind of like advisor guy, and he did stuff more in like real estate and things like that. And I'm sitting there in this, he, he gave me his plan of what he's going to do with my money and everything. And he's like, hey, do you, you know, you have time next week to do, to, to sit down? And I'm like, yeah. And I flipped my MacBook around and showed him my calendar and it, there was nothing on my calendar. And he looks at me, he's like, how do you have nothing on your calendar? I, I booked solid like all the time and I told him what I do and, and he's, and he just said, can you do that for me? And so I hooked him up with someone uh, outsourced and then the people that I find and we, we train, they, they do the process documents for you. So you're not actually doing them. So it's five, like, you know, you spend five minutes instead of like five days writing them. Um, And so hooked him up and then he hooked me up with someone else and he hooked me and they hooked me up and it just grew. I had no plans of creating this business whatsoever. And then uh, just years later, it turned into what it is now.
0: And we just keep on growing and growing and growing, which is cool. So let's talk about, you know, the the insight here, which is, I think, your initial experience writing processes was also my initial experience writing SOP documents, which is like this is a massively arduous task as a founder. It gives me hives just thinking about having to sit down and write out this process document. And of course, I too have discovered that there are way more efficient ways to do this. And today, I, you know, just do what I would usually do. In my case, I record a video and then it's the the team doing the work that actually writes the process. And in writing that process, it helps refine that process as a part of an organic process. And so, um, I've discovered that, yeah, doing this doesn't mean that you have to do it as a founder. I'm sure you've got a lot of tricks up your sleeve, given that, you know, this is what you do. I'd love to learn more about, you know, your methodology for taking the friction out and actually enabling business owners to start doing this without it, you know, taking more of their time.
1: Yeah, so this is the cool thing. I So I, I had learned this from one of my mentors because I was writing just like you. I was writing them out for so long um, and I learned this from one of my mentors. The, uh, I, I didn't realize you could do this and you kind of touched on it a little bit is that you can, if you, one of the most important process, I'll give you like the, go straight into the cheat code of how to get it to where because you had we hadn't talked about this right before t- uh, uh, hitting the record button is when is a document too detailed when are you spending too much time when, what about like when you have to update a document or whatever um, with this cheat code it doesn't even really matter like that never even comes up because it's not even really you that has to do any of it so um, and so what what I'm getting at is that When you have a process, i I would call this like the master key process, which is when you have a process on how to create process documents from the videos that you send or from the videos that your team sends, you can give that process to somebody overseas for a dollar for, you know, a few dollars an hour. And even if, if that process is detailed enough, even if they have no idea of anything else in your business, and you just want to send something to them to get documented, that one process saying, "Hey, so we this is how you write the process documents." So first, you're going to have the headline. It's going to say this, and then you're you're going to bold every action step. You're going to uh, you're going to take a screenshot of the video that we send for every step. You're going to put an arrow to wherever we point. You're going to do this, and, and like really detailing what that um you're really detailing what that entire step by step process is just to create the document you can as a business owner or as your team you can say hey your budget is $200 a month to get things updated and you can send that off to a, to somebody maybe in the Philippines or South America or South Africa or wherever and let them do the documentation you spent the five minutes saying hey here's how to update uh there's there's an update to sam cart they changed their ui so you uh here's where we find how to set up products here's how we do this um now you're able to literally just have your entire team constantly updating process documents uh with that
0: outsourced help um, if that makes sense and so, for everyone listening, to clarify what you're talking about here is flipping on a tool like a loom or a screen recording tool, and just doing what they're doing, talking out loud, and then sending that to somebody that writes the process, which is exactly how we do it as well, and it works exactly. really quite well. Yeah, and the, uh,
1: the 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 problem that most people ha- have with that though is that they don't have that initial process document so those they'll send a loom video to somebody out there and they'll say uh can you make a process document out of this and you'll get one from one guy and one from another guy and they're completely different they're not uniform and and so on so when you have that one one key document one key process everything becomes uniform like that so you've seen the benefit of that especially as a business owner you're able to um like i don't even do videos anymore because most of my stuff has already been documented. So my team's like, if something changes, I just tell, you know, you're able to just tell them, oh, the UI changed on, on uh, uh, QuickBooks Online. Oh, okay, just uh, go ahead and uh, do a video to update and send it off, you know, huge, so.
0: Yeah, it it really does, having having that, ability to send a video off and have anybody on the team do that really takes a lot of the friction out now the pushback that i get sometimes when i talk to my friends about this um and it's interesting because yeah anyway i'm curious what your answer is on this but they go well you know this person overseas they have no idea they have no context how could they possibly write a good sop and to me that's a feature not a bug i'm curious like mm-hmm. how you answer that question
1: yeah no, it's good it's actually it's it's interesting because like uh, it, it definitely can be a feature because that's how a good SOP should be. Like a good process should be, is that you don't need necessarily any context. Um, it should be, uh, there's a good quote by um, W. Edward Deming that says, if you don't know the process, then you don't know what you're doing. And so when somebody on your team, is is like oh well you know this is some over you yeah, know they're not going to be able to understand the context or understand how to do this uh they might not even just understand the process themselves and so um when i'm sending a video um i don't worry at all about whether they understand any context whatsoever because i'm giving such step by step this is how i want you to go open up chrome it should be in on your desktop if it's not on your desktop go to the bottom left of the screen click the microsoft button go to search uh, type in C H R O M E. it should pop up this is what it should look like and and you have pictures um, one of the biggest things is when you're doing something with loom a lot of people will say well they don't have access they don't have access to uh, this or that it's like cool just have them take a screenshot of the screen of what you just showed them on the video. And so they don't need access, you know, and write arrows and everything like that. The more that you're able to uh, literally just talk as though grandma, you're teaching your grandma who's right behind you, the more that you're able to do that, the better your processes are gonna be, and you're gonna be able to scale your business. That's how Jeff Bezos does it, that's how, uh, uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk with all his businesses, most people don't realize he has, you know, thirteen plus businesses, and it's this is the only way to do it.
0: Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to paraquito.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets templates and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. With that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. It's interesting too, because like, um, there is an element of being forced to design a process that exposes the questions that need to be answered about the problem that's being solved in that new area of the business. Um, and one of the things that we found helpful internally was differentiating a process from principles, where mm-hmm. there are times when we're just like... I don't know how we're going to do this, but here's what needs to be true about the outcome. It needs to, you know, be free of errors. It needs to be this, you know, the video needs to be 16 by nine dimension and it needs to be less than a minute long and whatever. But like, you know, I don't know how we're going to do that, but this is what needs to be true. And that separation has been useful where we can start to at least define some things at a high level and then let that kind of process of defining how we do it be a little bit more organic. And remove some of the friction from the change management where it's like making a change to the process is not always blocked by having to update the process itself, which, you know, early, early on can can be legitimately like uh, can create legitimate drag. And so, yeah, there's there's a balance to be struck there. But certainly, like the forcing function of saying this has to end up as a process is useful for saying, OK, well, what questions do we need to try to answer as a team um, and land on so that this can scale? Um, because otherwise yeah you just kind of end up right back where where you were before you started documenting yeah. processes which we know is not yeah. good yeah no i love that that's why um
1: like our uh our team uses uh traction like eos um uh, uh entrepreneur operating system and like the rocks like whenever you like rocks for anyone who doesn't know they're basically like uh 90 day goals of like this is what it should be and it kind of reminds me of that where that like you have that overarching like I don't know what how to get there but we want to have a an outbound sales machine that does xyz this is the these, these are the things it needs to do these are the things it needs to track how we're going to get there I don't know that's that is very very powerful for sure um uh and then <laughs> I think that eases a lot of the, like you said, it eases a lot of the change management because then you know that you're, you're getting to a point. It's not just this wild, like, what is Dean doing? He's just making me do all these documents and this sucks, you know? So,
0: and so I want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you see. um, And I want to separate this. The first is like owners, executives, what are the things that you find really get in their way of starting to implement, you know, clear documentation and process, whether that's mindset blocks or actual tactical blocks. And then we'll talk a little bit about the team and kind of getting them on board and, and getting them um, indoctrinated into this as well. Yeah. Yeah, like for the owners, it's funny. The um,
1: A lot of the times, it's that feeling of... Uh, I don't know exactly what you would call it, but where this this can't be done without me, or I can't like, I'm the only one that can do this, this one thing, which obviously plagues a lot of, uh, it's kind of overarching, but it's more of like, I always try to get owners to do one process. That is like the very first thing that they should end up doing is something that brings in money. Uh, brings in profit because then that kind of changes their entire mindset of what can be done. And so especially for like agencies, like all whether, you know, especially small agencies, like people who are just starting out or they, they, they're they kind of solopreneurs or maybe they have like a cadre of, of people, uh, you know, they're doing proposals, they're sending, they're writing up proposals, they're doing, let's do it, say it this way, they're doing all the lead gen, they're getting on the discovery calls, they're writing up the 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 proposals afterwards they're sending the proposals they're doing the follow up they're doing all this stuff and half the time even if they've been in the the business for a while the fact that i even when i'm like whenever I, I bring up that they can do they don't even have to do a proposal they're like they start like come they start getting nervous because they think well how are they going to know what to put in the proposal and how uh, and simple things like record your Zoom and send the Zoom. You have a process to where the person looks through the Zoom. They have a proposal. Your process says, I, if I mention this and this and this, then put that in the proposal and then send off the proposal. Um, once they do that and successfully a proposal gets generated and accepted and they make money, then the world changes. Then it's like, oh, whoa, like process isn't just this unnecessary thing. I used to work cybersecurity at Boeing and we were always unnecessary in everybody's eyes. We were just a hindrance all the time because it was like we just do stuff for government regulations. And I totally get that. And that's the way a lot of people think when it comes to process outsourcing. Uh, type that type of stuff. But once you see it actually makes you money, then the whole new world opens up.
0: Yeah, and underneath that, just speaking from personal experience, um, I've had to acknowledge at times that there's an identity crisis that is really like deeply embedded in that fear of yeah. like I can't picture what value I bring to the business if I'm not doing this thing anymore that I feel like I'm really good at, and like I you know, this is me get kind of getting into my therapist chair, but it's sometimes that's really where it's coming from is just like, totally. I, I don't, I, my identity is wrapped up in my usefulness as it relates to this function in the business. And so I'm coming up with all these ridiculous reasons why I don't think I can get somebody else to do it, but it's just because like, I'm not personally ready to let go of that identity. Um, so anyway, this, this stuff can get a hundred, a hundred percent, man. It's so funny too.
1: Cause like, uh, <laughs> I'll have a, like, a. Because you have to think, we we went to school for 12 years. That's just normal, like up to high school and then college for what we're doing and then, you know, then starting a business. And and so to then offload everything we're doing to people, other people, and just kind of look around and go, okay, what am I, 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 did I do all that for nothing? Like that's, that is definitely a huge, huge thing. Um, even affects me now I'll, 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 uh, I'll text my partner sometimes and I'm like, I'm just going on podcasts and I'm traveling to like networking events and like, uh, to, like we, to like internet marketing party or whatever. Uh, I feel so useless. And he's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing, man. Like just, you know, uh. Yeah, it's crazy. It it very much is uh, an identity crisis uh,
0: sometimes. So I know we're we're coming up to time here. You got to run, Dean. If people like what they heard today, they want to learn more about you and consume more of the content that you create, where should we send them in the show notes?
1: Yeah, um, probably the best is because uh, it gives the kind of like an overview and it's also just a really cool course that I created is dot uh, 5com um it's a a four video series course that i created um or you can just go to prosulum.com p-r-o-s-u-l-u-m.com and uh i have like a whole like documentary thing on there as well so um but yeah no it's exciting just to to uh help out as many people as possible
0: Yeah. Well, it's been great having you. I really enjoyed our discussion. And for those of you listening, we'll leave links in the show notes to ProSolum's website, as well as the Systemize in 5 resource that was mentioned and some other links to Dean's social, uh, et cetera, so you can follow him online. So with that, Dean, thanks so much for making the time, man. This was a great chat. Yeah, so much.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And it was a pleasure to
0: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast, I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this and it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeta.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.